this is sisters reading romance podcast this is aisha one half of this podcast this is lexi the other half of this podcast so enthusiastic and this is episode 62 and this week we read big nick energy by morgan elizabeth which we wanted to put a morgan elizabeth book in this christmas holiday um theme and originally we we're gonna read tis a season for revenge and then she came out with this so we switched it to big nick energy and i don't know what are your do you think we made the right choice i mean it's a good christmas book but i also don't understand why it's in this series you know what i mean i mean i think i think she just like it should have been a point five not part of the overarching series because it's like like, two point or one point five because the series is called the seasons of revenge one where are your where's the revenge in this series in this book yeah that's true zero um (laughs) and also we've already had a christmas book in this series i mean i think this book just kind of like you know when a character just like speaks to you and then she just like went off on the tangent and like followed the path of like this character just gets stuck in my mind and then just like here we are uh-huh i mean it is it is very christmasy but yeah it doesn't really fit the series for seasons of revenge although i didn't i haven't read the fall of bradley reed yet and that's revengey that's revengey so i mean you're right it doesn't really fit like if she just the thing is it's like i assumed it would be like going into it, I was like, "Oh, this is going to be like the other books in the series," because she has not. a shitty ex. Yeah, yeah, and it's not. Yeah, which is like fine, but I just like I wish it just wasn't counted as part of the series. I mean, it isn't. Yeah, I I see what you mean. I think it should have been labeled like a one point five. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So tropes. Christmas. Christmas. Cowboy. Cowboy, yeah. Single mom. Yeah. Uh, he falls first. Yeah. Found family. Yeah. Uh, golden retriever hero. Yeah. He is he does have golden retriever vibes. He does. Um Grumpy Sunshine? Is she She's grumpy. grumpy? She would be grumpy. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's also a little grumpy, but not not in the same way. Yeah. I mean, is she grumpy or is she just tired? That's what I was like. Maybe. Um, what else? This isn't very tropey. No. That's all I had. Can you think of anything we missed? Hmm. I don't think so. I think those are the big ones. So on Goodreads, this had a 4.15. And it has 5,000 ratings. I think the 4.15 is an accurate score. Yeah. For this book. And 5,000 ratings when this just came out literally a month ago is a lot. I mean, you also haven't hit December. I think most people, like, we didn't read Tis the Season for Revenge until Christmas. Literally, literally Christmas Day. Yeah. Like, I started at Christmas Eve and finished Christmas Day. 
Yeah. That's true. So, like, I think this will get quite a few reads before, like, this year. Mm-hmm. Um, trigger warnings. Uh, abusive spouse. Yeah. And, like... Mentions of abuse. Yeah. Um... And also, he technically is still like, abusive, yeah, and manipulative, yeah, shitty ex, abusive ex, yeah, abusive ex. Um. Okay. Uh, okay, I'll read the back of the book. When Connor Finch insists his one-time Tinder match, Shay, comes to his dad's house for Thanksgiving with her two daughters, it's because he refuses to let them be alone on her first holiday post-divorce. When she arrives at the Christmas tree farm, a ranch he grew up on, she meets his father, the crazy tall, built golden retriever cowboy who tells her his tells her girls all about the magic of this stupid elf on the shelf. Of course, when she later corners him and tells him thanks a lot for nothing and that she was way too overwhelmed to deal with yet another responsibility, responsibility he feels terrible. So terrible, he finds himself driving two hours every night just to deliver an elf, move him about, and create some Christmas magic for her girls. But what happens when he decides meeting her the way he did was some kind of Christmas Christmas miracle, and he needs to convince Shay to give him a shot? Well, that's accurate. I mean, it wasn't really a Christmas miracle. It was his son being a little meddler. Yeah. <laughs> At first... I have notes on that. I won't talk about that right now because I have notes on that. But yeah, kind of. So Shay, 35. And then Nick is like 42. Connor's 24 and he had Connor 18. Yeah. I pictured him very like Silver Foxy. Mm -hmm. That's how I pictured him. Who just like drives around the city in his cowboy hat. And she's like, do you have to wear that? And he's like, yeah. I'm a cowboy. And she's like, yeah, but not right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is definitely, you could definitely read this as a standalone. Yeah. Besides like maybe Abby and Damien being mentioned. And even that, like they're not really in it. So like you don't even need to really know the backstory. Yeah. To, to get it. Like you could quite easily pick just this book up and read it and be fine. Yeah. Um, okay. Do we want to start with the kid thing? Like Connor? Sure. Okay. So he goes on a Tinder date with Shay and then they just like become friends, which is fair. Like sometimes I'm assuming you, she went on the date and they were like, yeah, there's like no sexual tension here at all, but we get along really well. And Connor is 10 years younger than she is. Mm -hmm. Basically. And he you he hints at the fact that he thinks that she'd be good for his dad but doesn't ever like really set them up besides the thanksgiving thing yeah and he like he's like not in the book at all he's like there for really. a couple besides scenes besides that he like they talk about how he like takes her girls to the zoo and like comes and like goes on little like family days with them and i was like that is really weird yeah cuz like even Nick is like, son, you are going, taking this, this woman's kids to the zoo and you're telling me that you don't like her <coughs> at all. 
And he's like, yeah, we're just not like that. But I would be, I would think the exact same thing. I'd be yeah. like, are you sure? And then he also talks about her a lot. Yeah. So I, I understand where Nick, Nick's logic is of um, him thinking that Connor is Connor is like pining after her. Because that's what I would think. And like, I just thought that was a very strange little thing. And I don't know that yeah. that was like the thing that I was like, he's also like not in the book, like, like point blank. At least it's like, it's never Odd mentioned. That Connor gets a book. Probably high. Agreed. High. I kind of hope so. He seemed cute. He seemed also very golden retriever vibes. Um, I just, yeah, I don't know. That was like the weirdest part for me. And that that's probably my least favorite part because I was like, I it just seems so strange. Mm. Like I get there was no sexual tension between them, but like I was like, but then his dad's gonna date her. Yeah, <laughs> it was strange. The fact that he didn't like come home from that date and was like, Dad, so we didn't hit it off like but romantically, but I think she'd be great for you. But no, he does not mention no. That he thinks they'd be good for each other until, like, Nick literally calls him to be like, well, I don't want to date. I don't want to go after her if you're pining after her. And he's like, well, I thought that you got, you would be perfect for each other. And, yeah. Yeah, just, like, never mentions it. I did like, the one thing I did like about this book was that when Shay, like, has that little blow up with him, be like, who the fuck do you think you are? Like, tell my kids what this fucking elf that I literally picked not to do because it was too much and then coming in here and being like you gotta accept help and she's like fuck you like yeah. you don't know shit and she like talks about how like you know for single moms it's like well you're not doing enough and like kids need her their dad but when it's single dads it's like oh my god you stepped up good for you I was like I kind of like how that's like stated because that's I guarantee like obviously we don't have kids but, like, I bet you that's exactly what it's like. I bet mm-hmm. you that's still true. And, like, I just liked how she, like, straight up called him out. And he was like, okay, you're right. Uh, yeah. That was nice. It was refreshing. Yeah. He also raised Connor on the farm. On the farm where they had, like. Lots of help. Lots of people yeah. just around. In, like, um, a smaller town, too. Yeah. I did think it was weird when he was like, yeah, like this small town has like some of the best schools in the state. And I was like, what? <laughs> that's so random. Like, that's why she should move there. I was like, that's so random. Okay. That seems mm, yeah. unlikely, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, <coughs> let's talk about this elf thing. You hate the elf. I hate the elf. I I'm think not it's an elf. Fun. I think it's annoying, and I will not be doing this with my future children. I mean, let's see if when we do eventually have kids, if it's still popular. I hope it's not. But the things, if the, it is, the elf is you. It's creepy. creepy. It's so creepy. But I think the concept of Santa always watching you is kind of creepy. So I kind of think it just fits. Like, it fits the bill. It fits like the it's bill. just all on trend. Yeah. Um. But I hope you know that like 
I'm going to get your kids this fucking elf. Please don't. I'm going to tell the kids about this elf. There's even, I'm pretty sure, there's like a TV show that like explains. Probably. So you're going to be forced into it. Expensive elf. I mean, but do you, you don't have to get a new elf every year. You get one elf and it lasts you a lifetime. It's $80. That's expensive for a fucking little toy. I mean, you spent like $200 on a hoodie. So. Eighty dollars on a on a on an elf same. that's gonna last you like probably the rest of your kids until they stop believing in Santa. I don't think that's gonna that's not quite, but I I don't know the elf thing and like Nick was into it. Oh yeah, he made he did, like full scenes. Yeah, of like I think that's like my, my favorite part is like him and then describing like the little scenes he does for them, like being really into it. Yeah, and he drives an hour into the city. Sets up the little elf scene and then drives an hour home. Mm-hmm. You got to give it to the man, though. He was like, I want this. I'm going to drive every day two hours just to commit. Like, he he commits. He says, I'm going to be here. Yeah. And he does it. And you know what? Good for you. Good for you, Nick. I mean, I think he quite enjoys it. The kids also had very distinct personalities. Yeah. Which, like, I don't know. Sometimes kids in books can be weird. But I liked the two kids in this book. The youngest being just so, like, shouty and, like, Mm -hmm. barn cats. And then the oldest being, like, more reserved. Except for the oldest wanting a fucking horse also okay let's let's talk about the horse thing and then he just gives her a horse yeah and she's like hey you can't just give this kid a horse and he's like like, well it's my horse i can give it to whoever i want she's like that's not how it works like like yes but no because then you're giving my kid a horse first of all what if we break up then what do you do like do i get to take do i have to to now board this horse and I understand that the whole point is you're not going to break up. But still, horses are expensive. Yeah. Expensive to upkeep. Expensive to, to board. Your cat is a menace. I know. She just came in here. She just tried to like... She came in here and she chose violence. <laughs> yeah. She's wanting attention. Um, yeah, the, the horse thing. But I think I, I quite enjoyed. It was cute. The elf of the hell shovel. Like that was my favorite part is like him setting them all up. I did think that was cute. I was actually expecting the sex to happen a lot sooner in this book. And I think that's just because in the other Morgan Elizabeth books that we've read, like I've read the other two, the first two seasons for revenge books. And well, into the season for revenge, the sex starts like 10% in. Like yeah. immediately. And it's like, the whole book, basically. Whereas this book, it starts like 50%, which I realize is still really early if you're, unless you're reading a slow burn. But I just was, I don't know, I was uh, expecting it to start earlier. Because I, I think, think Cruel re- Summer it, started earlier, too. Yeah, and I, I think, though, in The Fall of Bradley Reed, it starts around the same time. Oh, really? Yeah. Because, yeah, I just expected this to, the sex to start sooner, but I think that's just because the two other books that I've read from morgan elizabeth are they start sooner but they're also like you the couple is like met differently that's true 
that's true i yeah i yeah i just like i don't know i just was expecting it to happen sooner that's all um i i wish you saw more of damien in this book because you do see abby but i yeah. wish that you saw damien because i really liked damien i liked him and abby they're so they, they were such a fun couple and this book just made me really wanted to read tis a season for revenge again yeah i think i'm gonna read it at christmas again i think i'm gonna read it like i'm gonna start it like the weekend of i'm kind of tempted to go with this other series of her abby sister oh uh, the like little small town one i yeah. can't think what it's called i don't remember but i know what you're doing you're talking about kind of tempted but to read that i would read her entire catalog i just haven't had the time to read her entire catalog but i would for sure i like all all the books of the morgan elizabeth books i have read i have liked um yeah i did i did wish you saw a little bit more of abby and damien because i liked them and like they are it's very brief cameo yeah besides her mentioning because she works for damien Mm -hmm. for his nonprofit. yeah and then abby is just like she tells nick her shoe size or like he like she talks to abby when she needs the kids picked up yeah I don't, because I don't think Abby and Damien have kids. They, ch- uh, yeah, she doesn't. I think all the, besides maybe Olivia, all the like other girls don't want kids. Or like I guess we haven't Kat, read the last we book. We haven't we haven't gone Cat's book yet, but but we know that. But like Abby and, and Cammy both Cammie don't didn't want, want kids. kids. Yeah, I yeah. didn't remember that. Um. Well, and Damien's like in his forties. Yeah, well, Abby, like, point blank, because he's like, do you want kids? Because that's not what I want. And yeah. then she was like, no, I like being aunt. I like being the fun aunt and then still going, being able to, like, do my thing. Like, go travel whenever I want. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, I want to reread that book now. The just talking about it makes me want to reread it. It was such a good book. Not that I didn't like that we read this, because I like reading something for the first time like we obviously do rereads like we obviously pick books that we've read before sometimes but i like the fact that we like this was a brand new book and i we i like that we get to read a lot of different books for this podcast but man like i i do kind of wish we did just a season for revenge because it was so good well i told you you did you i like I, I, insisted. Energy. I was like i thought we were doing tis a season for revenge and i you were insisted. like no i want to do the new big one. nick energy i know and i, I did like, are you sure because i think we should do tis a season for revenge i didn't i did insist i will i will admit that this that was on that's on me that's on me for sure um yeah that's that's on me <laughs> um how did you feel about the ex? Honestly, it was a bit it was like my least favorite part was just like it was a lot more intense than I think I was expecting. Yeah, because he just shows up. I didn't expect him that to mean own mom. Yeah, to I be didn't expect that either to be marrying him. I did not expect that. That was actually a plot twist. I was like, I did not expect that to be the thing. Yeah. And for him to have, like, bought her building and then they're kicking her out. I was like, this is a lot. I also didn't like how, like, basically after that confrontation and then them making sure the police have been called and all that jazz, um, it just, like, kind of 
besides the email from the mean mom. It just fizzled out. It just kind of fizzled out. I wish that they'd even just mentioned that there was like restraining order or like she'd gone and got another one or something. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a lot more intense than I was expecting it to be because it is quite an intense part of the book. And I, I didn't expect it to ever get violent, but like you definitely get the intensity of the situation. And like Nick goes all like guard dog on, on fucking what's his face when he shows up. Yeah. But yeah, I did not expect the mean mom to be marrying yeah him. that was actually a pl- i did not see that coming i did like the part where nick told off told mom. her off at the school and he tra- and she tries to hit on him yeah and he's like um you know maybe, can you not <laughs> like respectable like people don't try to hit on random men who show up who clearly are with somebody else and yeah. you are engaged yeah yeah I did like that scene. Also, like, the kids are, like, the youngest daughter is, like, yeah, she just mean. blurts it out. She's mean. <laughs> like, this is what she does. <laughs> I like the youngest daughter. She was cute. And she only ate bangles, rainbow bangles. Yeah, because the the control thing. Which, actually, like, when they... It does make sense. It does make sense. But, um... Yeah, she only ate, pa- like, butter pasta rainbow bagels bagel bagels and bread basically yeah that's it which is like a very kid thing to do but like yeah i thought that was really funny i i did okay so nick goes balls to the wall when he's like yeah i like her and yeah i like these kids and i think that we should all be the family he yeah. like makes them rooms in his house like yeah. legitimate like purple no, bedding like pink the bedding same toys the, thought it was like the same room i thought they're sharing a they room. were sharing a room but i guess if she's not sleeping in her room they, they can have different rooms yeah. when they get older i guess but he but he actually like decorates it and yeah. like buys them toys for the room and then when he gets the that farmhouse and gives her the farmhouse that's like on his land he also like paints the room purple and pink and like gets them purple and pink sheets and goes all out and i was like i feel like if i was shay i'd be like this is a lot you did not have to like actually go out and like make these rooms for the kids this just feels really intense yeah it just seemed so i kind of didn't like the fact that the kids were like labeled with their colors and that was like it I mean, I, we were I never really like. Well, we never really into had favorite it. colors. That was never like. Our yeah, because it was just like the oldest always got everything purple and horses. Anything horses? Related? Yeah, and then cat, and then cats, and yeah, um, and pink, and pink, and then she would like whenever she would wrap like stocking stuff and like gifts. It was in specific. It was just paper specific, which is, like honestly, kind of kind of good idea, kind of funny. Because she's just like, now I don't have to do labels because I know which kid gets what. Yeah, that's true. But also, I just, like, I didn't like that, like, ma- like they just kind of just got labeled with a color. It Yeah. And I understand that, like, obviously the, the, the book is not about the kids. No. But. They're a good part of the book, though. I did like the kids. 
that Nick just like went so a hundred percent in and I was unsure if I was here for it or if it freaked me out as well. well also just like, cause he'd, they'd only know, known each other for God. a month. Yeah. Cause Thanksgiving is at the end of November. Yeah. But he's like basically like heard about her, obviously heard about her and the kids for like a, a year. year. Because Connor comes around, he talks about them a lot. Yeah. I'm just like, like, I understand this is the point. And it's like, sometimes if you know, you know. But, and I like, I don't know. I kind of wish, because she ends up moving to the ranch. Yeah. I wish it was not more on the fact of, like, they wanted to be together. It was more on the fact of, like... She needed a place to live. She needed a place to live. She doesn't like the city. A, like, outer city would be so much cheaper for her. Yeah. And just, like, her making that decision based on, like, what kind of she needs instead of, like, him being like, well, if you lived on the ranch... The kids could have the animals. Yeah. We could be close together. We could, like, live in the same house. God, you fucking cat's trying to kill me. I also... Also, he he owns a Christmas tree farm. <laughs> I love that. How... Th- it is very Hallmarky for Another him to own Hallmark a Christmas movie, tree farm. Or a Hallmark book, you it, Yeah, it was a spicy Hallmark book. That was what they was being sold as. The spicy Hallmark... Like, this was a Hallmark movie, but with, like you know real life sex in it and i gotta say i would agree with that with that synopsis that this is like a hallmark movie but sexy because yeah it's he is very hallmark he is very hallmark hero a classic hallmark hero mm-hmm. golden retriever vibes owns a little like christmas tree farm we run sleigh rides and like Believes in the spirit of Christmas. <laughs> yeah, but he, oh, I guess also he needs her help to like make the farm kind of an all year thing because it's literally just open in Christmas and that's how they make all their money. Make all their money. Yeah. I wonder if that's like the case with a lot of Christmas tree farms, if that's like just what they do. I assume. Most farms cr- like grow more than just Christmas trees, though, because I assume they would probably do like something that because like obviously Christmas tree farms, you need ten years to grow your first crop of Christmas trees. Yeah. So I would assume they would need something to kind of like, like subsidize that ten years. Yeah. So probably like pumpkins. Like that's something true. that's yeah, like a yeah, quick, yeah. like, you get rid of them. You, yeah, and then you replant next year. That's true. What was your favorite part? The the elf on the shelf part. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. my favorite part, there, I have two that are similar, is when she, he comes over and they went and got ornaments for the tree. Mm-hmm. And their girls are like, yeah, mine's the horse one and mine's the cat one. And they're like, do you want to see mom's? And he's like, sure. And it's like a little finch. And his last name is Finch. And he was like, oh, that's convenient. She's like, no, it's not. It's a bird. It's a bird. And he's like, really? Just a bird, hey? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, 
sure just a bird i thought that was really cute that like he like gave her a hard time about it it was very like okay i know I thought that was funny. And then when he made her the stocking, like he knitted her a stocking. Yeah. <laughs> I was like. She was crocheting the kids. And he like stocking. knitted her a stocking. And it's like janky as fuck. But he's like, but I made it. And she's like, I love this. But also like, this is, I was not expecting this. I thought that was so cute. He is so golden retriever vibes. Yeah. I've been kind of into the golden retriever vibes recently. I haven't read very, very many alphas, alpha holes in the books that I've read recently. All all very Golden Retriever vibes. Come here for it. Mm. It kind of had a mix. But, like, there's been a lot of books recently that come out that are more Golden Retriever. It is a trend. It's a, tr- it's a trend right now, Golden Retriever vibes. Um, okay, what was your least favorite part? Just, like, the unresolved X thing. Also, this is an honorable mention. It's not my least favorite part. When she's like, you have big Nick energy. Like, <laughs> big, like, St. Nick energy. And I was like, mm. I, you know what? I personally love when the authors put the title but it in felt, the fucking book. It did feel very it staged. Felt very forced. And I, like, when I read it, I was like, oh. <laughs> it's very campy. And I liked it. Because I'm pretty sure in Cruel Summer, they also mention Cruel Summer. Like, they mention the, like, the, the title. The Taylor Swift song. And then I'm pretty sure in Tis the Season for Revenge, she also says yeah, but Tis I the think, Season for Revenge. I think in Tis the Season for Revenge. It was is, a little more natural. It was a little more natural. And Cruel Summer was more natural. obviously it's like Christmas time when she's trying to get her, her big part of the revenge. Cruel Summer, literally all you have to do is like, hey, do you know that Taylor Swift song, Cruel Summer? Or like it's playing on the radio. I don't remember how it was mentioned. She mentions that it's going to be a Cruel Summer. Which is like easier to mention. But in Big Nick Energy, like when I read that, I was like, I'm I'm cringing right now. Cringy, but I'm here for it. It was very Hallmark. (laughs) It was very Hallmark, which I loved. I okay my least favorite thing was like I don't know the, the son dating and meeting her for, through tinder I just thought it was so random and strange like obviously it fits the plot and it like makes sense but I just was like I'm I, like is there no other way they could have met I don't know and like Abby going taking her to go on yeah the farmer like them getting a Christmas tree or something I don't know I just like wasn't quite no. like sold on that but it's like really nitpicky because I did really like this book that's like the only nitpicky thing that I'm like uh, that like I could have had just different like woven in differently um okay do you have anything else to say about this book mm-hmm. I don't think so I I had a good time reading it the sex scenes were kind of unexpected I don't know what I was expecting. Oh, yeah. Him with like tying her up. With the rope. He's like, yeah, I've done this before. And she's like, what? And he's like, yeah. He's like, I'm a cowboy. I naturally tie things up. And I'm like. <laughs> You're like cringe, but also tell me more. <laughs> it was like, that's a leap, but sure. I love when she's like, you know, do you like lasso stuff? And he's like, he's like, I know how to lasso. If that's what you're asking, but and like, she's like, yeah, but like, isn't that what cowboys do? Is they lasso things? But she's, he's not a, he's not cowboy. He's, he's not a, a rancher. True ran- he's not a true like 
cattle rancher. Yeah, he's, he's like he's he just owns a a farm, like a really big farm. Yeah. He's more of a farmer than, than a, a rancher. rancher. And he just wears a cowboy hat. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> I forgot about that part. Yeah, that was good. I wish there was like, I don't know. This is like the weirdest thing. Because I know that, I feel like I've never said this before. I wish there was a blowy scene. Because I was expecting it to happen. when. But there is a blowy scene. No, there isn't. Yeah. When? He eats her out, and then on the couch. Yeah. She gives him a blowy. No, she offers, and he says no. Oh, I thought I definitely remember. No, she says no. That's why I kept I kept anticipating it to happen. Mm. I did actually like that they talked about how often they like make out on the couch and dry hump. <laughs> that was like something that they like consistently do. Yeah. Because I was like, he, you know what? Underrated. She's just like, you need to fuck me. And he's like, not right now. <laughs> super know, underrated. I'll know when the time is right. <laughs> yeah, super underrated, though. I did like how, like, because that's something that, like, is never really in books. And they do that a lot. And they talk about it. And I, I thought that was really funny. Um, I don't know. This was, like, a really short episode. But this book wasn't that. This book is just under 300 pages and more than 300 pages i think it's is it i think it's just under three. Oh, it's just over yeah 307 i plowed through this did you hear that i don't she's mean i yeah i plowed through this book so it did not feel like it was 300 pages. Yeah, I did feel like a little bit of a lull that like it felt like they felt like they needed to write every day because it like, counted the book counted down like Christmas. Yeah, Christmas. That's true. Like the days before Christmas. And I felt like some points it was kind of like lulling because it was like they felt obligated to write every day yeah leading up to christmas right that's fair mm. how did you feel about the epilogue of the 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 marriage yeah or like asking the kids if they want to be a finch a finch i thought it was cute but i also wish it was like a little bit farther in the future but that's I, just because i like my epilogues like, i wish there was two epilogues i wish there was like the epilogue that this this marriage scene epilogue and then i wish they had done the asking the kids to be to like officially be adopted or whatever or change their names separately like i wish it was shay and him asking the question not just him yeah because like I just, yeah, I felt like that was, like, a bit, a bit of an overstep if I was, like, asking these kids to, like, take my name and not asking their mom first. <laughs> I'm sure they talked about it. Maybe. I'm yeah, sure maybe they just talked about, like, because, I mean, obviously, this is just my assumption of most people talk about whether they want to get married or, like, and, like, how or, or if they, like, want to get married, how they would want to, how their I love how the come. kids were, like, mom's pregnant and... And He's then like, Nick no, was like, you're that's not. A, I, okay. I wasn't expecting us to go there. No, that, that's not, that's not what's happening. 
He's and like, you guys are a lot for us already. Yeah, he was very like, I did not expect the conversation to go this We're way. We're not going to have any more children. Because, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Although, look, I was kind of hoping they would. Yeah. But obviously that's that they in the epilogue they basically it basically states they're not gonna have any more kids yeah um which is too bad because i think they'd be that'd be pretty cute but um nick with a baby yeah a little like golden retriever baby uh be so cute but no that is not on the cards no um i thought it was cute makes him a little picnic yeah because, like, their first date? Yeah. picnic? Technically their first date. Their first date. He made a little picnic picnic for them. Even though they had been, like, kind of dry humping yeah. and making out before that. Because <laughs> doesn't she say something of, like, you haven't even taken me on a date? Yeah. And like then that. he's like, we're going on a date. Yeah. Take, they, they take, like, the day off and they go on a date. Um. Okay. I don't have anything else to say about this book. I don't know. I feel like this was a really short episode, but I really like this book. I feel like we are being a little nitpicky because I don't know. We, Obviously, we, the thing is, is we're comparing this to Tis the Season for Revenge. Yes, agreed. And that is still like the ultimate Christmas book. Your cat is so crazy. She attacks. Um, that is still the ultimate Christmas book because I, I'm probably going to reread it. Just talking about about it as makes me want to reread it. Maybe I'll yeah. do that next. Maybe I'll read that. Actually, no, I'm gonna read that at Christmas. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have anything else to add. I have nothing else to add. Okay. Um. I would. What was your rating then? I gave it a four. I gave it a four too. Like a true four. The solid four. I think I give Tis a season for a range of five. I think so too. I think I did also give it a five. Yeah, honestly, both of these are perfect Christmas books. It will if you want different things from Christmas books. That's true. I would say this is a little more like classically, um, like a little more Hallmarky than "Tis the Season for Revenge" because "Tis the Season for Revenge" the sex starts really early. Well, yeah, and I it's mean, quite they... spicy in, in comparison to this, I think. But they're they're different vibes, but both very good. Yeah, I agree. They are different vibes. Um, okay, what would you say the steam was? I had a two and a half. Yeah, like a two and a half. Because I think there's like... Not quite. It's like not quite a three. But I, a two feels low. Cause, yeah, because they do have a scene where she's literally tied up. <laughs> and it's like they do have start to have sex 50% in, which feels late compared to Tis a Season. But is pretty early and then in most other contemporaries Mm -hmm. um okay would you recommend this yeah probably yeah i would recommend this for sure this is a good little christmas book would you reread this it wouldn't be the first one of this series i would reread yeah i agree i would reread tis the season for revenge maybe close summer yeah i would agree too i haven't read the fall of bradley reed yet so Uh, i didn't mind it it definitely wasn't my favorite out of the bunch. Hmm. I was expecting. I heard a lot about it, and I feel like I'm gonna like it. Well, I mean, yeah. If you've liked the book so far, I think you. It's around the same. I mean, all of vibes. We've, we've given this book a four. We gave Cruel Summer a four, and we gave Tis the Season for Revenge a five. 
So like we've been giving this like Morgan Elizabeth has been getting high ratings from us. So yeah. like I don't think anything. The problem she is she, be. she started the series so high. I know it was such a good book. Yeah. I'm excited for the last one though. I wonder because in you don't get any of the really besides Abby in this one, but then do you get Cammy in? You the, get Cammy in the Fall of Bradley Reed, which makes sense. They obviously together. because they not only do they run a business, but, but she is she's dating long term partners with her dad. dad. Um, you do get to see Abby and Cat because they go to Damien's um company's Halloween party. Okay. Um and then you see Kat literally break up with a guy <laughs> at the Halloween party. <laughs> Interesting. I'll have to read it. Maybe that maybe that's what I'll read next. Yeah. You can. Um Okay. So what is your current read then? Um This cat is <laughs> such a menace today. I read the King of Pride? Okay. By okay. Anna Con- The next huh? one is called The King of Sloth? Yeah, because it's supposed to be the, the different, the different, like, layers of hell or whatever. The, like, Dante's Inferno. Oh. Okay. Greed, wrath, not, pride, not... sloth. Okay. I did not connect the dots to that. I haven't read them yet, so maybe that's why. But I was like, King of Sloth? I was like, that's weird. Okay, that makes way more sense. Never mind. Continue. <laughs> But yeah, it's the second one because I kind of jumped around. So I read King of Wrath when it was released. And then I was going to go back to King of Pride. And then they released King of, she released King of Greed. And I really wanted to read King of Greed. So then I just jumped right into King of Greed. And then I was like, (laughs) I, I'm going to go back. And, And then I read King of Pride, which I did enjoy more than King of Greed, I will say. Okay. Noted. Um, do you have to read them? Are they standalones? Are they all? Into- um, I would say you probably could read them as standalones, but you should read them in order. You probably should read them in order because they all the couples are mentioned in it. Oh, okay. And like all the people are mentioned in it. I think the next one, the King of Sloth, is Sloane, which is one of the friends, and then in King of Greed, it is. I think it's like largely hinted who the guy is going to be. Okay. So, but she hasn't announced the couple yet. Okay. Okay. I haven't read them yet. I hear a lot about them, so maybe I'll add that to my... They're probably on my TBR, and my TBR is just so long that, like... Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes you get to stuff, sometimes you don't. Um, My next read... I, we were talking about this literally before we started recording, that I don't know what to read next. Because I just finished Big Nick you Energy could read spot, and then... Lola and the Millionaires. I could read Lola and the Millionaires. I do have it on my shelf. I have the first one. The first one because she had sale. But the problem was like a, it's a duet. So yeah. obviously like I don't have the second. I should probably buy the second one. I, the second I one. go back to them so so often. But no, I don't want to. I don't, don't want to commit to a duet right now, though. I don't know if I want to commit to a duet. Um, Well, think of it like a 600 page book. Oh, my God. Like, it doesn't make it like it doesn't convince me to do it anymore. I think you you would devour Lola and the Millionaires. You think so? I, I loved the devour. first one, the Omega's obsession. I think I I love that Omega's one. Omega's obsession. Yeah, yeah no. Omega. No, this oh, is no, no, that's a different series. Baby uh, in the, in the, the Night, night Hours. Hours. I loved that one. But um I like I, honestly, I think a lot of people say this. Lola and the Millionaires is the gold standard of Omegaverse. 
Oh, really? I have heard. I have heard that. Like, I have heard. Everyone talks about Little Women Millionaires. But, like, I really love Little Women Millionaires. Mm. I think you should read that. I'll think about it. I don't actually have a current read because I don't. I don't know about reading anything. Maybe I'll you read. You could re- read Wildfire, but that's a summer book, which is why I haven't picked it up. We just bought it. We literally just bought it. I was going to read it. And then I was like, wait, this is a summer book. Maybe I'll read Pack Up the Moon. It's supposed to be really fucking sad. Which one's Pack Up the Moon? The Kristen Higgins book. I got it at the used bookstore. Oh. It was supposed to be really, really sad. Do you want to cry? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I, I don't know what I need right now. Okay, the animals are... They're antsy. Antsy. Okay. On that note, any final words? No, I don't think so. Okay. Um, just a reminder, you guys do get a code for the book box, Modern Romantic Modern Romantics Book Box. The code for all of our listeners and subscribers are Sisters Reading Romance, all capitals, no spaces. And that gives you ten percent off any purchase you make, including the subscription. Use it if you want a box. We have I did very limited quantities in this round. So there is a very limited number of boxes even for sale. So if you want a box, order it. Get it. Because once they're out, they're out. We won't have any more. And the next one won't be until the spring box. Um, and pre-orders, technically the pre-order price ends on December 26th. So Boxing Day is the last day to get the pre-order price. Everything goes back up to normal prices after that. So if you have your eye on something and you want one of the boxes, order it. Because once they're sold out, they're sold out. And pre-order prices will only last till the 26th. So use your code, Sisters Bidding Romance, all caps. Otherwise, rate, review, subscribe to our podcast. Please. It's very helpful for us. Reviews and ratings is what gets us... Uh, like views on iTunes and Spotify so the best thing for you that you can do for us is rate and review us so that people find us tell your friends connect with us on Instagram that's where we are I'm the one that answers most of the Instagrams I also updated the YouTube so that is up there as well feel free to go ahead and listen can you tell just saying it is updated um our last our last holiday book is actually a new year's book this comes out the day after christmas does yeah no wait yeah this comes out boxing day actually yeah this does come out boxing day i don't think this comes out boxing is a tuesday no because then then oh yeah the next book would come out boxing day this is the week before christmas this is the week before christmas so you've got one week to get your pre-order in for the book box and then our next book is a New Year's book. It's the new Tessa Bailey book, which we've heard a, bu- a bunch about. Well, we got the first, the Amazon first, guys. Yeah, we did. Because we're Amazon addicted and we have a lot of Amazon packages show up at our houses. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even get me started with this. Do you feel personally attacked? Just, just don't get me started with Amazon. <laughs> um... If, on that note, given that this is the f- last episode before Christmas, happy holidays. Enjoy your Christmas. And you won't hear from us again until after Christmas Christmas Day. You'll hear from us on Boxing Day. 
So happy holidays and we'll be back in your ears next week. Bye. Bye.